0: Who's calling who?
1: Um, Who's calling who? I think you called me last. <laughs> yes.
0: Okay. I'll call you this time.
1: Hello. Hey,
0: good morning, Megan. How are you?
1: I'm a lot better. How are you?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's It's been a harrowing couple of days. My phone was stolen and uh, the people that stole it have accessed Uh, all sorts of things they shouldn't have. And before anyone asks, how did they get my passcode? I am literally brain damaged people. So when I'm out and about using my phone for things like Uber, I do not lock the screen because I have forgotten it and locked myself out for days. Um, When I say I have memory issues, that's serious. I can't tell you my birthday some days. So um, they got access to everything because I didn't have the lock screen on. So you know, you know, you follow that that uh, throughout the evening with me. You were, hey, I loved, I loved your message to them. I'm like, what is, what the hell is? she talking about? <laughs> I'm like, what I'm going full soccer Yeah. Mom. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, then I had friends that like wanted to do double and triple checks to make sure they were now talking to me. And yeah. I'm like, Here, this is the phone number. Just call me. You can block your phone number if you're worried, or or you you can ask me some intimate detail that only I will know. Um,
1: yeah, as soon as you gave yeah. me some stuff, I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> but I was like, fuck around and find out.
0: <laughs> yeah, I had to tell people like, goo is my goddaughter. I mean, uh, things that only my close friends would know, so they would know it was me. Uh, all of the men, interestingly though, Megan, asked sexual questions. <laughs> <laughs> when was the last time you gave me a blowjob? Well, (laughs) I think that was back in Austin in 2015, Mm -hmm. as a matter of fact. So anyway, um, that's just a life. So uh, lots of
1: reconnections, uh, right, right, right. Uh,
0: Lots of well, some of these no. some of these I do not want to really reconnect with. I know, Um, but I've got it all locked down, and the people who. The few people who did fall for the venmo scam venmo said they will return the money i'm going to call the fbi and i'm going to call the detroit police and fire uh, file charges and then we'll be on with it so uh i've had an active morning the poor guy at venmo i called before I, I the coffee and the brain pill kicked in so i was sort of just drooling at him and trying to form sentences but my god samuel at Venmo was a doll. Shout out to Samuel. Thank you for your patience, young man. Mm -hmm. All right, so what are we gonna talk about today, Megan? I hear that you have a subject that you wanna spring on me.
1: I kinda do. So I'm reading my Facebook stuff like the old lady I am. And um, in the feed pops up a um, message, or pardon me, somebody else's post, not a message. And it says, the artist, oh no, we lost him. He's going to come back, hopefully. Uh, the artist industry here are cheap as hell. Um, I see too many posts talking about where all the model's at. Anyone trying to work, etc. And you know damn well we're trying to work. Y'all don't want to pay the price. And I have countless messages where artists ask me my rate, and then they ghost me. And I'm actually charging less than my worth to accommodate your inconsiderate, cheap ass, and I don't and I don't want to assume you're broke, but damn, y'all act like you're broke. And so this message is a message of frustration from a model about not getting paid for an event.
0: And definitely one of the reasons we started this was to at least dialogue about it, to to bring people up to speed with what best industry practices and standards actually are and what all of these models need to understand and all of these designers need to understand is that if they simply stop playing ball with these party promoters who pretend to know about the fashion industry and throw fashion shows that they that they uh, um, woo people into believing will make them fashion stars uh, then they will shut them down. Yeah. I you know what I've always wondered. Why don't the models get together and form their own agency? Right, (laughs) right. There's an amazing photographer who started as a model in Austin, Tony Redmer a beautiful young man, physically, spiritually, one of my favorite people. And he and I were working on a project called Seven, where we would only ever have seven male models and seven female models. And uh, we would have seven male and female models in training. And um, we would would work to actually get them paid work. And that concept could be done by any of these models. They could all form sort of a modeling uh, fraternity. uh, or sorority. sorority. and uh, well, well, fraternity is a, a, a fraternal. Just means, uh, yeah. Right. It just means, um, um, siblings. Right. Uh, I, I know that it has more of a male masculine, you know, I'm not at all for that. So that's why I, I gathered this sorority, but they, they could simply mm-hmm. unionize themselves and it doesn't have to be something that's, uh, uh you know, uh, a federal government type of thing. They could, they could, um, they could unionize and just refuse to work for less than they're worth ever. And what would happen, do you suppose, if they did that, Megan?
1: Then event promoters, if they still wanted to have events, would figure out a way to make sure everybody gets paid. They would figure out a budget for that. They would.
0: Figure but I think it would have to. Out.
1: Yeah, or they would bug out.
0: <laughs> or they would fuck like, off. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um
1: yeah. And. S- Wow, Like, I'm, I know I, that too, it's something I'm that we've talked about, model. but it's, yeah, I'm sorry. And I told her too, I'm like, you know, it shouldn't be this way. But the reality is if we're not selling anything, we can't pay you. And so the intention isn't to be flaky and we definitely want to disrupt this behavior because we're not getting anything out of it either. And I'm right. and I want to I want to tell her like I'm hearing you. I hear you. I want to pay you. I don't put model calls out on anywhere cuz I can't afford it right now. I just simply can't.
0: And you know, I'm I'm still fine with recognizing that there are multiple types of currency with which somebody can be paid. There right. certainly clothing. Uh, clothing in our case, it, it, uh, it can be uh, top rate images. I, I think that shooting on spec to sell to magazines is still viable. I think that editorial uh, placement is viable. You know, yeah. pretty much any time I was shooting uh, in my last two years and uh, or three, three maybe or four years in Austin, every single shoot went editorial print magazines and digital magazines. And digital magazines should no longer have the the sort of uh, second-hand uh, red-headed stepchild uh, because many people just read digitally now. It, it, right. The print magazine is lovely, but quite frankly, um, I, I think I, I some people see my digital content in different magazines more than they ever would have had they had to find a magazine and purchase it. So. Um, and digital magazines will be the wave of the future. Uh, you, you can't smell them, no cologne samples. But I think that as we we progress toward a, a greener society, we're going to realize that cutting down trees to look at pretty pictures just isn't real viable. Uh, anyway, so uh, anyone that worked with me was pretty sure that they would get editorial inclusion. And as you know, editorial inclusion trumps buying ad space in any magazine when they like your work enough to give you a cover, to give you a 12 page spread, to give you even a three or four page spread. You've had work and editorial work. Um, Mm -hmm. So that is very valuable because those tears and those digital tears are worth way more than a hundred bucks to you. It shows that you are you are the type of model that um, magazines want to editorialize. But that having been said, When I am trying to shoot for catalog work, which is specifically to sell garments, you bet your sweet white ass I pay. And since I can't pay right now, you bet your sweet white ass I'm not hiring models. Yeah. I can't pay them right now and and I I don't have an editorial team here, so I have no business shooting. I might test with some models. I may work with some very talented young ladies and young men I've met here and help them to become professional models. Um, And and that that stuff may go editorial, but uh, that's really going to be more a training ground and there should be no money generated off of it there should be money generated from the sales of apparel and accessories. And if if the designers continue to spend their hard earned dollars, not earned from selling clothes, by the way, but like from their day job, on doing these shit shows like Austin or what what do they call it now? Style by Austin, Austin. I don't know, whatever the hell uh, that Mm -hmm. man is calling it now Um, or or Denver Fashion Week slash hairball diaper show. I think that they should not expect to make money. And if they continue to do it, they probably should just call it a hobby and back the fuck away and make space for the person who actually wants to sell clothes.
1: Yeah. And what I was trying to explain to them, too, is, like, these event promoters have zero desire to change this narrative. you know? Zero they're the ones that when um, they're reaching out to me saying like, you know, Hey, I, Oh, I should totally pull this up so I can read it verbatim to you. (laughs)
0: Um,
1: like, Hey, I'm wondering if you're interested. I host several fashion shows, And this is after I wrote, like I've seen everything that I need to see. I host several fashion shows for several local high-end designers at a beautiful event center in Denver. Doesn't tell me which one, none of that, no links, no nothing. And I wrote, back with no response for days now is i'm working with a friend in detroit on the current host system of runway shows and how they don't really work for long-term designers uh don't really work long work for designers long-term pardon me unless boutique buyers and wholesale focus is attended to as paramount While runway shows are fun, there must be a bottom line net gain to continue to show collections at local events. If you're interested in this disruptive return to what runways began as, I'm happy to talk. No reply. Absolutely no reply.
0: Ghosted.
1: I got ghosted. Like, I have a new barista.
0: Right. (laughs) I I, I think that that is awesome. I think that it's awesome that you, you said that. And whether they ever respond or not, they have now read it. Oh, yeah, totally. I've seen that part in their mind. And maybe that will work like a worm through their mind and, and get them to act right.
1: I hope so because there really has to be a change. I mean, fashion is fun. I mean, there's this immense joy when you are able to create um, a garment that is the exact mind's eye of what you wanted, and it's on the body of somebody that you want to work with, and it is fitting flawlessly. There's a really joyful, happy, fun moment in that. There is. And I understand people wanting to monetize that. But if we as designers are not given a way to make any money. By doing that over and over and over again, there's no way that the system can continue this way.
0: Well, it's just eating people up like a, like, like um, a black widow eating its mate. It's eating people up. I'm watching designers uh, wither away and, and their dreams become anchors. that strangle them. They go into financial ruin. I see models grow old and haggard still trying to have a modeling career in some hub city where it's, just never going to happen i mean i gave some really good advice to several of the models in austin when they would post uh, on the feed in the book of face about they're never working for free and they're never and i said you know if that is if the legitimate dude legitimate ma'am legitimate as fuck move to new york or la or shut the fuck up yeah. If you continue to stay in Austin, Texas; if you continue to stay in Denver, Colorado; if you continue to stay in Detroit, Michigan, shut the fuck up. You're gonna get what you're going to get because these these apparel hubs are not true industry um, um, centers, and that's sad, but it's true. No one's making money but the party promoter, and the venue, and the bar. I mean, they they fucking pay DJs and bands to do the shows. Right. So, so I will reiterate these are fashion entertainment parties. Pay the fucking models and designers like strippers. Because strippers don't dance for free. Neither should we.
1: And it's just so it's disheartening um because you know one of the comments was like yeah Denver's you know like this cowpoke town and I'm like no 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 friend. It's everywhere. It's literally everywhere. And I would love to hear from people outside of um, the markets that we've been in directly um, because I, it can't just be the places that we've visited Benson. I mean, it really no, can't. No, I,
0: I will tell you, I, and this is this is from working within the industry and with the industry uh, for God, 40 years. Has it been 40 years? Yeah, 40 years. (laughs) This bitch old, this bitch old, this bitch old. (laughs) Um, I'm gonna celebrate that and claim it today. Old is power. Uh, Mm -hmm. There are five cities in the U.S. where a person can live and have an actually lucrative modeling career. Obviously New York, obviously Los Angeles, Miami, obviously, Chicago, Mm -hmm. Chicago does a lot of publishing, and Chicago has legitimate agencies and legitimate work, and weirdly, Seattle. And the reason that Seattle uh, is viable is because there's a a brilliant woman who's basically a clearinghouse for models from all over the country, and uh, she has connections with all sorts of European magazines. She's had mm-hmm. people on the cover of French Vogue and British Vogue and Russian Vogue and Italian Vogue. So those are the places that you would want to move to and engage an actual agent to work. However, that being said, Megan, this kind of tripe bullshit still happens in those major markets with what I call flesh eater, ankle biter hanger-ons. They're still there. Oh, New York Fashion Week, Long Island. Bitch, please. Bitch, please, there are only two New York fashion shows that are recognized and sanctioned by the city for New York Fashion Week. If you are not one of those, you are a sideshow. And some of the sideshows are better than others, but none of them, none of them will get you the, the exposure to buyers that the actual sanction shows will get. They just won't. Sadly, uh, I think that um, Small Boutique Fashion Show pays people, pays models, yeah. ar- arranges to get people some press. Free shout out to Small Boutique Fashion Week. Yeah. Um, uh, there, there are a couple of others that are getting better at it, but they are still predominantly entertainments. I mean, I, I love the folks at, at uh, Small Boutique Fashion Week, and I think that they do a nice production. But I look at the audience, I'm not seeing fashion journalists. I'm not seeing buyers, I'm seeing people who appreciate fashion and want to feel like they're part of the fashion industry by attending these shows. And God, if they can get into a front row by paying a lot of money extra, then they feel like they're fucking Beyonce.
1: Right, and and I would say that the, that is probably a, a very accurate assessment. But because the proximity to old school print journalism for the fashion industry is in New York, it is really easy for somebody to, you know, just be wearing street clothes to go into um, the um, SBFW to check out designers. And I feel like that that's what happened um, for the event that I was in. And I met some really influential people through some of the events that they threw. And some of it was, you know, like paying to be seen in front of some pretty heavy hitters um, in the New York fashion scene. Um, But nothing that I couldn't have done if I had just decided like, hey, I want a friend to go with me to New York and I'm going to look up these people at these different fashion schools because I want to talk to them, <laughs> right, you know? Right. Um, and so, like, it's about perspective. Like, you know, do you you want to pay to be able to be introduced to the right people quickly? You know, then you've got to work that into your overall budget. Is it something that you could do on your own Absolutely. Um, And so, you know... I know we talk about Rachel quite a bit, but Rachel's kind of a guiding light for me about, like, this is a person I want to talk to. Okay, I'm just going to reach out to them. Because what what's the worst they can say is no. Okay, well, I'll, go, or you know, ghost, or I'll or talk ghost. to somebody that wants to talk to me.
0: They can ghost you, but really, does that hurt? It's not painful Mm-mm. unless you've had sex with them, and then it's really painful. But I'm, I'm digressing and taking myself back a few years ago. Um, fell in love overnight, and he just ghosted me.
1: <laughs> but I think um...
0: <laughs> anyway no I I, you're right and here's the thing you know I you you hear me constantly screaming well not constantly because that would be like a lot more than I do uh, but you hear me iterating all the time I'm not a star fucker so when people find out that I worked in LA and that I worked in the LA fashion industry and that I've worked in New York and I've worked in the New York fashion industry and they know that I've dressed oh who did you meet and I'm like look here's the thing people when you're in L.A., you're going to meet people who are in uh, rock and roll. You're going to meet people who are in television and films because they fucking live there. You're going to yeah. meet them at a fucking coffee shop. <laughs> One of my best gigs that I got was it was a Bollywood movie uh, that I costumed. And, and I met them in, in a coffee shop in Topanga Canyon because I was sketching. And when they came up and said, what are you doing? I said, fuck off. And they loved that I I didn't want to talk about movies. I I was sketching and I was recovering from having had cancer and chemotherapy. So uh, I was just there for the the mountains and the streams and the rattlesnakes and the cougars and the long moon night walks up Eagle Pass. So that having been said, uh, it goes to follow that if you are in one of those cities, you will probably run into Anna Wintour at a coffee shop or the museum.
1: I mean, when I was in New York at Fashion Week, I ran into one of the largest bra shops in New York, just at a bagel shop. Can I mean, be, you're going to run into the type of people that your, you know, like your um, woo-woo satellite is putting out. Like, you know what I mean?
0: No, absolutely. Look, it's full New York and LA and Miami and Chicago are full of fashion industry professionals. Seattle, not so full, but you do have that modeling uh, agency clearinghouse that can get you great work. Uh, and you're going to run it at, look, your models, models. Guess where you're going to meet other models who, are, who could be influential? You're going to meet them at the fucking gym where you're all working on your beautiful suits. You're going to meet photographers at the gym who are looking for people to put photograph and, and you're gonna look at uh, Your booking agents actually are trolling the fucking gyms looking for a new talent. So you go to where the talent scouts are and you become the talent. There are, I, I can think of literally nobody from Austin. I can think of literally nobody from Detroit. I can think of nobody from Denver that were discovered in Detroit, Austin or Denver. If they're from these three cities, they have gone to one of the two cities and were discovered in an industry town.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, like, uh, honey, I get that you're not getting paid. I, and I guess this is my backhanded slap at this. At this, I get that you're not getting paid. But if you're really serious about modeling, get the fuck to Los Angeles. Just do it. Just do it. Pack your shit into your little, uh, uh, uh your little, your little, Do you guys do battery cars there, your little Tesla car, and move to LA, live in a hotel and work it, work it, work it, work it, work it.
1: Well, and I think that um, it speaks twofold. One, recognizing like how far do you want to go um, in your community when it comes to modeling? And do you have an agency that is looking for paid gigs for you? Number one. Number two is if what you're saying is I'd like to stay in this community and I would like there to be a viable way to do runway shows and photo shoots that are paid gigs, then you need to be on board with disrupting what's going on with the event planners. And so, you know, I think it's, it's twofold,
0: Benson. Disrupt. No, you're absolutely right. Uh, and that's where I began. That's why I said, this is my backhanded part, Right. Uh, unionize, form a group, form a collection, a collective, a disrupting sorority fraternity, and refuse to give your talents away anymore. Yeah. And people, you'll, you'll be surprised at how fast people will find money to pay you. And if, if that doesn't work, then, then, you know, it may be your daughters who benefit from that. I, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I There's no easy solution. There's no, like, I, I just remind people all the time, look, if you want to be an actor, you're going to New York or California, period, period. If you want to be a designer, you're going to New York or California, period. If you want to work in an oil field, go to Texas. If you want to build cars and work in the auto industry, go to Detroit. If you want to do industrial commercials, industrial models that want to do industrial commercials, come the fuck to Detroit. The car companies pay outrageously. For the auto shows and for the auto commercials they pay outrageously come here and there's know even agencies you-
1: here that have paid gigs my kid had a
0: paid gig already right right okay <laughs> and now we're now we're gonna jump we're gonna jump the shark megan put your okay. put your teflon boots on baby some of you just are not model quality some
1: mm-hmm. of
0: you are not going to ever be paid because you're not as 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 stunning as you want to believe you are some of you are not going to get paid for commercial work because you don't fit commercial sample sizes some of you are not tall enough for a runway you're never going to be paid because you're not 5'10 and i am that yes it sucks for you it sucks the fuck for you but think about the five foot seven boys that want to be basketball stars and football stars and they know it's never going to happen now i can't say never Kate Moss there are there are rarities you may be one of those rarities and I applaud you for continuing to try but please stop with the romanticized fantasy notion that in Denver Colorado or in Detroit Michigan or in Austin Texas you are somehow going to become the next Naomi Campbell it's not gonna happen I'm sorry it's not it's not I won't lie to you I won't lie to you under any circumstance if you want a major modeling career go to the market If you want a regional modeling career, learn how to uh, negotiate for money. Mm -hmm. Those are your two options, babies. I wish there was a better way. Now, uh, as the designers, Megan and I uh, are going to really disrupt the fuck out of systems in at least three major cities that are apparel hubs. We're going to just. the fuck out of it we're gonna piss people off and we're gonna get death threats i guarantee it by the time we're done because we as the designers are the ones that are supposed to drive the entire industry so we're taking the reins out of the hands of the party promoters and the hairdressers and the makeup artists and the uh cake decorators and the bridal planners who think that they can put on fashion shows we're going to take the reins and we're going to do industry driven buyer driven boutique driven fashion shows in at least the three cities that we have history in and we'll set it we'll set a precedent i believe don't you
1: i hope that we do i hope that we can show a model that works to people um and by people i mean works for designers because there's a proliferation of people who do their their thing and you want to work with them hair makeup model set photographer that are in the downline pay sphere of a designer and if event planners can't figure out a way to get on board we must take this back because there's no way that this is sustainable there
0: just isn't (laughs) you know i always call that model an abomination and i i want everyone who's listening today to actually look up the word abomination i use that word very succinctly and correctly it is an abomination this is not how it's supposed to be. If mm-hmm. a, 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 And OK, we're going to jump back over the shark. Designers, if you are not producing things that can be sold, stop calling yourself fucking designers. I don't care that you fought in some war. I don't care that you're a war hero. Stop posing chicks on motorcycles like it's a goddamn Maxim magazine and calling it fashion. <clears throat> A little sweet uh, Hispanic lady uh, that is at best a dressmaker. Stop putting shit out with strings hanging, expecting and bitching that you're not selling. That is also key to this whole cycle, Megan. We have too many people playing designer. And that yeah. is an abomination. I, mean, I yeah. mean, we have to we have to take some responsibility for this too. I can think of multiple people that will never, ever, they're just not. I've watched them for a decade. They're no closer to making it than they were before.
1: Right. And some people like really receive this placated applause for their work when it's bad. Well, like I can't even I can't even I'm, I'm having you flashback know, I, I, moments. I, I but like
0: sing Lady Gaga's applause right here. I live with the <laughs> applause and, and they do, right? It's mm-hmm. an ego masturbation. Yeah. Big old ego circle jerk. Go ahead and
1: it's it's hard to watch because you know, on and we've talked about this before also. On one hand, you want to be like, Okay, I wanna see them grow as a designer. Is that even what they want? You know, how can I be constructive in this, but at the same time being horrified (laughs) looking around you at all the people clapping at what is looks like cutting room floor tripe. And you're right, it's like You Trashin.
0: trashing, trashing. So here's <laughs> what I'm going to start doing, Megan. I am going to start carrying a large satchel full of rotten fruit and eggs. And when I am at a show, if you put some shit on the runway, I'm going to egg it. I'm not going to egg the model. I'm going to egg you when you come out to take your bows for your shit show collection <laughs> that you think is wonderful because all of your friends who paid to be there clapped for you. Get the fuck over yourselves, people. If you cannot do the work, if you will not do the discipline, if you refuse to learn, if you think that putting out a one-layer shift is showing gowns. And and I can think of designers from our small apparel hubs who have made it. Chastity Surreal. Shout out, sister. Chastity Surreal uh, showed her collection in her work and was a favorite on Project Runway the last season. YouTube is uh, featuring her on their artists' collection. The girl is getting film work and music work. She did the work. She Mm -hmm. did the work. She put her time in the trenches. She learned how to make a beautiful gown, and she's excelling. And for every Chastity or every Megan or every Benson, there are a thousand other uh, fashion star motherfuckers.
1: Well, and oh, <laughs> and like what the connection maybe some people who are not in the industry like you and I are um, haven't made is that when people who are not at their height of their creativity or are challenged in their construction and it's not good work that they're doing these shows and expending all of this energy and, um, time slash money to put something on that other people are paying for, um, really, um, the misnomer that it's a runway show is really detrimental to the people that are, are doing the work. And I think that that's why you and I both get so heated about crap work that's coming down a runway mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, because it took a lot of time and energy even to make that garbage.
0: Okay. <laughs> and, and And money. I mean, how many times have you heard me tell someone if you're not making money with your apparel, you have an incredibly expensive hobby? Yeah. And, and that's okay. It's okay to be a hobbyist. Know the difference though, people. Know the difference. You know, one of my pet peeves, and I i don't ever play the model versus photographer versus designer versus hairstylist versus makeup, who works harder, who spends the most. I've done every single in one of those jobs, including, yes, the modeling when I was young and beautiful. They're Everyone hard. works hard. Everyone works hard. But listen, uh, one of my pet peeves as a designer is when I put out a model call for a paid gig, I am incredibly specific about height, Dimensions. I don't care how much you weigh because people's density changes. Height and dimensions. Do not come to my model call being six inches shorter. I don't care that you can fucking wear platforms. You have a petite lady's rib cage and uh, uh, midriff. The gowns will bag on you. They are made for longer bodies, period. Do not come... Uh, uh, to a call where I say you must be a minimum of six feet tall with these dimensions. You have to have a 34, 36 inch waist, 30, or 32, 34 inch waist. You must have a, a 44, 46 chest. Don't come being not that size. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you, it gets increasingly more difficult at these calls when when a, several hundred people will show up, not to just look at people and give them the finger and tell them to get the fuck out of here. I always kindly tell them where i think that they would be best served you might be wonderful for commercial modeling you might be wonderful doing art modeling for students i I, I, modeling has many aspects many aspects Mm -hmm. target hires just regular old people and they pay well it's not glamorous it's not pretty it doesn't suit your romanticized notion but it can give you the money that you're fucking looking for come on people Get yourself an agent that will put you into uh, commercials on television. You'll get a residual check every month as long as that commercial plays someplace in the world. Be smart. It's an industry. Industry. The fashion industry. If you do not know how to be part of an industry, if you do not know how to monetize your skill set, your body and beauty, your uh, design output, get the fuck off the highway. Just do it, right? Goodbye. I have no time for it anymore, and and that's part of also what we have to disrupt. I think that it's time to stop model coddling people. We can be kind to them and letting them know that this is not suited for them, but we have to stop lying to them. We have to stop telling little five foot two girls that they're going to walk for Versace. It's never going to happen, honey. You might be in print, but I mean, you like probably be. In print. I mean, one of my favorite models, shout out Jessica Peters in Austin, Texas. Right. She oh. is one of the most beautiful <laughs> women in the world. She is petite, like five, two, but her proportions are long.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I can actually put her in a gown, on stilts. Shout out to Sonia uh, in Montreal in Quebec she is a former ballet dancer she has an elongated torso that she worked for i i challenged her i said i'll put you in coach your shoots but you've got to get these 10 inch heels and she did and learned how to walk in them or at least stand in them to pose but nice. just uh, uh, jessica peters uh uh jessa peters jessica jessa jessa peters jessa shout out to jessa sorry jessa um if i photograph her alone No one will ever know how big she is. And when we photograph her, we we make sure not to put her by door frames. We make sure not to put her by other models. We make sure not to put her by things that are uh, going to give perspective on how petite she is. We photograph her generally uh, on on flat backdrops or uh, in nature. And she photographs like a six-foot Amazon. God, is she beautiful. Yeah, she's gorgeous. And delightful to work with. Delightful to work with, as is Sonia. Sonia, I've given Sonia dresses that she hated, but she, I'm like, Sonia, you're the only one that will that will get this big, shapeless dress and make it look right because it is it is big and shapeless, but it's also super sexy. And she just rocks everything. Now I ask her, do you like this? I don't want to put her in things that she doesn't like anymore. Cause that's not fun <laughs> for her. You know, uh, I think, I think I've said enough on this subject. Cause I'm just going to start F bombing everything. If I keep going. Well, it's and really I've... it's a source of contention for me. It has been yeah. for 30 years. It's been this way for 30 years.
1: Well, and also I can't tell you how many faces I saw in the past two shows that I've gone to since we've been recording of models coming down the runway looking dejected because what they're wearing is a hot mess. And so, uh, you know, I think there's been way too much coddling in the industry and nobody willing to talk about (laughs) who needs work and why it needs work. Or, you know, like we're not supposed to point out something is a diaper or we're not supposed to point out that something is a chest binder with... a fat quarter that has been ripped apart and sewn to the front of it haphazardly. Like, these models deserve better. And Your audience
0: deserves, deserves better. better. And this is where the abomination begins. These fashion shows, even when Austin Fashion Week was pretending to vet the designers, these fashion shows will let any asshole with enough money to pay the entry fee in. Doesn't matter. I could I could literally uh, uh, jerk off <laughs> on some T-shirts and send it down the runway uh, as as fashion called jerk. And as long as I can pay to have those people there, they'll, they, they'll take me. And I, that is where the abomination begins. That is your first and biggest red flag. If you're a fucking hack and you're honest enough to know that you're a fucking hack and you're you're trying to work toward not being a hack. Bravo for you. You may one day succeed in not being a hack. You may be the most brilliant designer on the fucking planet, but you're going to have to work. However, if in your hack hood, and we all know when we're a hack, we know, oh, we know, yeah, we know that our stuff is shitty. We're embarrassed by it. But as long as people give us the applause, if they will take you and your $1,200, this is a huge stadium sized red flag beating you in the face back away. If I were running fashion shows and some of the tripe that I've seen come down, some of the very marginal beige shit that I've seen come down the runway, when those designers approached me and I looked at their stuff, I'd be like, yeah, no, come back in a year. Uh, I, I would probably be kind enough to give them some suggestions because that is my nature. I'm a teacher. But I we would, I, if we only had uh, two designers that, that could show collections, that's what we would have.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then the yeah. pressure is on to become a better designer to get into the show. But as long as young, upcoming designers can look at these shit shows and think that this is uh, a representative of fashion, you're going to keep getting young designers doing shit shows. That's just, and worse, you're going to get old, wealthy women doing shit shows because they can afford to have some poor uh, a Chinese or Mexican concubine chained to a machine for them, and that's just as abhorrent to me. Well, and
1: right, and. I think that these younger designers that are this endless supply of talent and potential talent are being eaten up by the um, host fashion show scene. And some of them just don't make it. And it's a, it's a damn shame. Um, and I think it goes for every, every job within um, that whole runway host scene. Um and it's it's really it's distressing and it's something you know, I want those, to talk about more.
0: Those young designers are uh, gourmet soylent green for the producers. Well, it really feels they're, that way. They're literally eating them alive, eating up their resources, eating up their hopes, eating up their dreams by allowing them to show fuckery as fashion. Yeah. Abomination. Final word, abomination. <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> Look it up. I am using it succinctly, correctly, and uh, beautifully. Okay. I think that our our time is up for today. Mm-hmm. I want to uh, um, mention once again, uh, Jen Sitteries, uh, angelforfashion.com, yep. angelforfashion.com. If you go to our website, advancedfashiondisruption.com, there is a link at the top of the page that will take you to Angel for Fashion.
1: Yep. And support
0: thank you Ukrainian for listening. And, yeah, yeah. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Support Ukraine. Support Ukraine.
1: Yeah. Support Ukrainian designers. Um, even though a lot of what we're talking about um, really is um, local, um, kind of issues that we would like to see um, change, I think part of the frustration um, comes from us wanting to help more, but the way that the community is set up, we we can't do that and it's super duper frustrating. So go help Ukrainian designers. Let's talk more about paying designers or figuring out a way for um, designers to make sales at shows um, and everybody gets paid because that's the way it should be.
0: I'm gonna have to think about that because I don't think that designers will sell things at shows. No, but th- I there, think that... there have there has to be a system set in place though in which they can meet the buyers. Yeah, that's and, and that has to be a way to get buyers there or at least make appointments with buyers. Yeah, for the model for the fashion designers. We'll get into that. Yep. Uh, is that on our list or or should we just add that to the list? Oh, it's on and the if list. We're, <laughs> if we're adding it to the list. Can we uh, can we upgrade that so that can be uh, a topic sooner than later? Yeah, you bet done because i think that this conversation should continue for our tuesday call
1: yeah i think it's really or important for our
0: tuesday episode even yeah. it may be our first two-hour episode i don't know <laughs> well, it, i hope you a, have no, a good it, oh. big box to unpack it's a big box to unpack
1: oh and there's so many packing peanuts in this bullshit
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, and they threw in some glitter too just to make it fun fuckers <laughs> oh my god it's like it's like fashion herpes. Um. fashion <laughs> I'm just going to say it because, you know, Aries are all borderline gross. Um, (laughs) I love you hard. Thank (laughs) you for listening, folks. Do check out angelforfashion.com or go to advancedfashiondisruption.com and hit the Angel for Fashion link. We'll see you all on Tuesday. See you Tuesday for a
1: talk and our regularly scheduled episode. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.